podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Da 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 da! <laughs> we are here. They thought we were losers, but we are winners. Playing rubbish, but still winning. Uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. My name is Edward Augustus Matthew Christopher Nesta. In front of me is the accountant. How are you, accountant? I'm very, very well. Otherwise known as Dave Collins. Good to be back. uh, Still in the spitting land, eh? Toon land, Mm. Mm. is Robert Meakin. How are relationships between you and the uh, young boy that you found up there? It's it's fantastic, even even though a bit strained after last night, as you can imagine. I I want to know... Bobby, I want to know if you're uh, either got a vest on at the moment and you're outside. Please tell me you only you walk around with no top on. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. At this time of year, it's t-shirts only at this part okay. of the world. Okay, yeah. let me just. Uh, I know we have a lot of listeners from around the world. Uh, if you go to Newcastle, which is where Bobby Meakin is at the minute, uh, they uh, go out and they stay out. And they do not wear any clothes. I don't mean they don't wear any clothes at all, but they don't wear a coat because they get so inebriated, in other words, yeah. pissed, uh, that they think they're going to leave their coat. And it is an amazing sight uh, for a voyeur like me to see. Pervert, he means. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, just using yeah, that, that, fancy that, words. That pretty for much it. sums up the charms of the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there you go. Although they're ground and the pubs around there, I, I spent some great time. I, I think there's a pub called a Strawberry around there somewhere. I spent a, a lot of time there. Now, now look, let's, let's jump to this game from last night. Uh, mm. You know, we'll talk about the game itself. Let's get to the, the, the talking point. Did he spit or what? Because they have now, I can have confirmed, they have now both Sisse and Johnny Evans been charged. And that is what we call a pregnant silence, Bobby Meakin. And you, as you oh, were there, you're I thought, me. yeah, well, as soon as you're there. I think it's, I mean, I, I've, I've watched it, I must admit, again and again and again. And my, my bias aside, my gut feeling is that it, it's more of an instinctive thing from Evans, who actually just spits on the floor. That's, that's, that's I, what I, you I, want I, it to be. I, what I want to believe, and I know it's like the Manchester United version of what Paul Scholes has said, obviously what the manager has said. I think sort of if, if you followed Evans' career, it would it'd be, it'd be a very uncharacteristic thing for him to do. But no, so my if, if there was a gun to my head, I would say that it's the, yeah because footballers are spitting all the time, and I think it was an instinctive thing, and it wasn't meant to be. He wasn't meant to be spitting at the player. Would be my my very bias. If, if, if you and I if you and I were playing football, Robert, and, yeah. and I spat and it went near to you in the middle of a, a tackle. You, you, unless I apologised immediately and made it very clear, you would be within your rights to react as though I had spat at you, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not quite. What do you mean? I'd be not right if, if we'd had someone. If there's been a tackle, well, look, we're, we're, we're play, what I'm saying is, if unless Evans makes it clear, if something comes out of his mouth, unless he makes it clear to Sisse, yeah. Sisse is right to interpret that as him spitting at him, right? Yeah, is oh, it? Yeah, I mean, it's quite, yeah, of course, it happens so quickly. And you could, I mean, it doesn't justify Cissé also spitting on his neck or wherever he spat. But, yeah, I think um, it's, it's understandable that Cissé would think that it was directed at him. But I think when you look at the footage, I don't actually think Evans is aiming at him. Only Johnny Evans knows what he was doing. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, Cissé's now put himself in a really uh, bad predicament by coming out yeah. and saying... I've done this, whereas Johnny Evans yeah. has said it's something that I would never do. It's not in my character. But as yeah. Eddie, Eddie says, if someone reacts to a tackle and then spits near your foot, 
you know, what's the difference between that and it actually hitting your body? Um, it's a very difficult one because no one's agreeing to anything. Um, spitting is, is, is terrible, isn't it? It's, when people talk about what is spitting in compared to what would you prefer, someone to spit on you or would you, uh, what's, someone did a leg-breaking yeah. tackle if someone says something about your sexuality or your, you know, your colour of your skin? What, what's the difference? It's right, is, is it, is it, it's right up. Yeah, so you're talking six-game ban, possibly, for mm. this. I mean, we're, you're kind of, this is the most column inches that Johnny Evans is ever going to get before he goes and moves to Stoke. I think there was a, a <laughs> period, if you've got a long memory, Bobby Meakin, where uh, yeah. Bob, Bobby, but Mr. Evans did get a few more column inches, but we'll move yeah. on from that, because yes. that was very unfortunate, that episode, wasn't it, when he was a kid? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I just don't see any winners in it. And I think that, you know, yeah. it, it, it looks bad if he did it and he didn't mean to do it and the way it was interpreted. Because this is where culturally, it's bad. So, so, you know, in the Middle East, if you take your slippers off and you hit somebody at the mm-hmm. bottom of your feet and the like, you know, you, 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 you look like the back of a... But to spit at somebody, it, it's got to be right up there in whatever culture you are as one of the tr- most truly disgusting things yeah. that you can disrespectful things that you can do and i i don't really see how either of them get away with this in any no way. and as you say it's a, it's a different there's the, the contrast with evans still denying that he ever meant to spit at cc cc obviously did mean to spit at evans because he was reacting having been spat on or spat at in his, in his eyes i i mean i think also that the the fa will probably will sort of crack under the pressure and will feel the need to be seen to be taking some action against them anyway you know, I, I, as you say, because it's such a grim thing to be doing on the field, I'm sure the FA will come down on them in some in some form. But I still do believe, my, my belief is that the Evans thing was more an instinctive thing of spitting at the ground. But you look how much players are spitting throughout a match. It's, it's pretty constant. Well, he shouldn't players. be spitting that close to someone, should he, really? So no, whatever no, happens, no, you know, he's going to have no, to take exactly. it on the and chin, he, isn't he? So and he will. I, I think he will get. He will. Have, I think he will get punished for it. And you unfortunately, think, he's got a run in. The, he's had a run in the team, hasn't he? And now, because of that, he's going to yeah. be gone, and that's him forgotten now. Because that's some of the six most no, important games Jones of the season. Come back and get injured. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is difficult and, and incredibly embarrassing. And apologies to uh, anybody listening who feels that we've dedicated yeah. a little bit too much time for it. But you, you, you really uh, need to get onto the internet and see the newspapers in this country here. Mm. Uh, the column inches, it, it, it's very slow news time, but the column inches have been extraordinary uh, regarding this. Do you remember the most notorious, the most notorious one ever? I recall was the as of the World Cup. Do you remember? Was it Rijkaard? Yeah, Rudy yeah. Oh, that was it, disgusting. It, it was true. It was a yeah, and it was because it was like hanging from his fro. You know, it was, oh, it was oh, hanging it was from drawn his, from the toes. And when it's right hanging up. from like a curly perm, it's even yeah. worse. Like a really poor, like soggy earring. And can we move on? Can we work. can we move on from this now and start talking about this game? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's do that, please. Because okay. now I've got that just in swaying in the wind. Uh, now, so look, you know, I, I'm watching. I'm trying to listen. I've got two babies trying to juggle a wife shouting at me, I, I, and I was just saying to Dave uh, before we came to where Bobby uh, that uh, Dwight Yule was having a right go. Why isn't he bringing on Falcao? What's he doing? This manager yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. It's set up for somebody with some pain. And he dad, da 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 da, and not a goal for fourteen months. Flash Harry turns up uh, with some help from Rooney, and he puts it away. We are winning, ugly, Robert. We Meeker. certainly are, and a bit of bit of charity from the Dutch keeper to his former manager Van Hal as well. There, 
of course. It was a very, very helpful, helpful clearance straight to Ashley Young. We are certainly winning ugly. It's, I mean, Van Hull praised it as one of our, our, our best performances away from home, which probably doesn't say very much. It was very, very laboured. All the things we've come to associate with United, I think we we're all resigned probably to a, an uninspiring goalless draw and as you say we crept over the line at the end with a, a good piece of fortune and we needed to Dave because the top seven all won yeah and if Van Hal thinks yeah. that was the best performance of the season he must have been in the toilet for the whole of the second half because yeah. again yeah. that's just it was just such a such difficult viewing the first half actually I thought we played quite well but it was so wasteful um, yeah. Veron or I mean Di Maria was <laughs> you know he had that chance after like a minute and he just he was too scared to shoot, so he came back out, and they just he kept giving the ball away. It was oh, such yeah. difficult. It was such difficult viewing. Just to, and and by the way, Newcastle were shit. By the way, and, and yeah. the first half we we they gave us so many chances, and we didn't take them. And it was obvious what was going to happen, and we put ourselves under extreme pressure. And it wasn't like United of old, Fergie time, going to win that. Newcastle threw that game away. So we're extremely lucky, but are we lucky? Because this keeps happening and happening, or is this, you know, this is is this a good performance well, again? I don't know. It, it is lucky. Could we not have conceded a, a penalty? Could Smalling not have conceded a penalty? That was a pen. That was a pen. I mean, you know, even with your Manchester United red tinted glasses on, Robert Meekin, that was a penalty, wasn't it? It certainly was. I'm pretty sure it was. I think we rode our luck, and again, you know, a good performance by De Gea as well. Get them out of jail. So we, I think, I think Manchester United have been very lucky overall in recent weeks. I mean, I know when we've been caught out by the likes of, of Swansea, I, I, I think actually we, we relied a lot on, on good fortune, and uh, I, I think it rather masks with all these big games coming up yeah. against you know, tougher opposition. My, I mean, I really hope I'm proved wrong, but there is that horrible fear that we're going to be found out. Well, we've got some. I mean, you're, you're talking about Tottenham, Arsenal. And Man City, we've got the Liverpool, Liverpool, it's a Liverpool game. I mean, you know, of, of, of all of the teams in the running, I think I had a look, as is just the monster yeah, it's crazy. of all of them. Because the two teams with, you know, you, you would think who are going to be really hungry for that fourth place competition are going to be Tottenham and are going to be Liverpool. And both of those have been knocked out of the, the, the Kiddies Europe Cup. Yeah. So they're now I, I, one game a yeah, week, aren't yeah. they? I think yeah. also that Liverpool have shown signs of real momentum now. Uh, and that, yeah. that, that's yeah. the scary thing. That, and it's, it's a very, very difficult place to go and play football at Anfield. We, we, we hardly ever win there as it is. But we cannot afford to lose that because I believe it's between us and them to get in there. But also, I think we talk too much about finishing in fourth place. I think the mentality's wrong. We should be thinking higher because City are only five points ahead of United. And there's still, still a possibility that they could be caught because there'll be points dropped f- by everyone. But the concern is this, the way we're, we're playing still. It's just, you know, there's possession for possession's sake, isn't there? And we just keep the ball and keep the ball. And there's no risk, so there's no reward. And United always is about risk and reward. And going back to the game on the weekend against Sunderland, after that, there was a list printed and it was... Um, Daily Blind had the most passes in the English Premier League in the weekend. He had 95 passes. The second was Ander Herrera, who had 88. So it doesn't mean anything, though, does it? Because yeah. he's passing the ball from side to side, up and down. Daily Blind has also made the most interceptions in 2015. Well, well that's a 33, good, that, that's a good one. Which is good that's for him. That's a good stat. But, you know, it's, it's what they're doing with the ball. And it's no, it's no coincidence, is it, since Michael Carrick, 
came back into the team, we started that winning streak. And since he's been out of the team, we started to play not so great. Yeah. Because he's a fo- his passes are more forward thinking. I think Scholes has said this, Wayne Rooney has said it, and we know, of course, that he was held in incredibly high esteem by Sir Alex Ferguson, that he is the most underrated player in the Premiership. Now, I know you've sung his praises a lot, and I'm going to give you another chance to do the same thing, Robert. John Michael Carrick. <laughs> I've, had, I've been, um, at times, he's frustrated me over the years because there's no doubt in his huge technical ability. My criticism in the past, I think it was more of the past, that he would go missing in the, in the bigger, tighter games. But I think there's no doubt that the older he has got, he's become more and more influential in the team. And I think we do now, presently with the state of our midfield, I think we do miss him badly when he's not there. I think he's got such tactical nous. And uh, as Dave was saying, his, his, his passing vision is just is second to none, particularly now with, with Skulls out, you know, gone and retired. So, yeah, I think he's going to... And so it's great to have him back at a time when we've got, you know, Arsenal aside in the FA Cup, we've got Tottenham, mm. Liverpool, then a couple of weeks later, City and Chelsea are waiting for us. And Michael Carrick needs to be in the team for those matches, no question. Home or away? I mean, who's, who got, who's got the list? Because yep. one of the things I've, that I've discovered is that only Chelsea have scored... Only Chelsea have earned more points than us at home, and it's our away form. I think We've yesterday just was fourth. only third or fourth, fourth time. victory away from home. So it's a complete kind of, I, I don't know, a, a vault pass from, from, from last year yeah. where we weren't doing the business yeah. at our home ground. Yeah. So Tottenham's, Tottenham's at home, um, City is at home, um, Liverpool is away, Chelsea is away. That's that's the that's the points we're going to need to pick up I'll, there. I'll take, the, the Liber- yeah. I'll take the six points. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be tough, but we did it at the start of the season, didn't we? Everyone was doubting us. Doubting yeah, when we we, yeah. we we got those points. We drew with Chelsea. Yeah, we drew, and then we beat Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, and you know they were talking then about us not playing well, but scoring goals and 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 getting results. But what I want to talk about is Di Maria. I mean he's. He's gone completely. He's shot. Yeah. Did you see his yeah. reaction, Robert, last night when he was taken off by Van Howe? He wasn't happy at all. And this is a no. man that's obviously got off-the-field issues. His wife is refusing to return to their home. They're living in a hotel because they had that attempted burglary. So yeah. whether you earn £200,000 a week or two hundred, your work life... Um, yeah, you need, like you, you, you need it yeah, nice at home. Absolutely. To, in and order to do your that's work. That's obviously yeah. affecting him. He's coming to a new club... He's been played in about four or five different positions. Mm. His confidence is low, and he's been taken off after 65 minutes. I don't know yeah. if that's going to help him. Or was he taken off okay. after half-time again? Well, yeah, Yanazai exactly. Yeah. In the game before. So I don't know. You tell me. I think that that's affecting him, and I think it's probably a bad thing to take someone out. I think he's the only genuine world-class player we have. Um, he gave a lot of the ball away last night, um, but I don't know. I said, jokingly, he's the new Veron, but... It's a, no. it's a difficult one, isn't it? I don't see a lot, him at the club long term. Uh, yeah, I, it is difficult. But, but, but here's, here's the thing, you know. I've seen it with Wayne Rooney. Uh, the previous manager, Sir Alex, let him go uh, for a little holiday, uh, for some training to lose some weight. We've seen it with uh, Raheem Sterling. Uh, he's gone off, hasn't he? And he's had a little bit of a, a refresher on the, the beaches of, uh, you know, Jamaica uh, over there. And he's come back fresh and good 
to go. I mean, isn't the Maria Rubber an ideal candidate? Say, look, fuck off. Get some sunshine. Get some. We love you. We miss you. And come back. Stay fit. And then let's see if we can end the season, the last six or seven games, with you. And then we'll reassess it next year. I mean, he's ideal for that. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because it, it's about a player's confidence and ego as well. And to do that, it could, it could obviously work. Say, look, you're a world-class player. You need a break. We're going to leave you out four games. Go away, revitalise. We know you're one of the best players in Europe. Come back and do it. Or, of course, it could just be a real dent to his confidence. But, yeah, but that's, 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 so that's the manager. He's got a, I don't see this guy putting his arm around his shoulder. I see him doing the authoritarian thing. Yeah, I, don't, no. I don't see... Maybe I'm wrong. That is my point. Well, I think, what is, what is he doing? Sorry, Robert. Is it... I don't see him... So I think he takes off Di Maria because I'm in charge. I'll take you off. I don't care how much money you cost. It's like when he doesn't put on Falcao. And you know, he, he puts uh, Fellaini and plays in him instead, or he takes Falcao off. They're not happy. He talks about that uh, there's a very good atmosphere. Everyone's getting on really happily. Fellaini went off last night. He didn't look happy either. Di Maria didn't look happy. Did you see Ryan Giggs at the end of that? He didn't oh, look happy yeah, at all. And there was, yeah. they were actually talking in the press conference today saying, Does he, do you not get on with Ryan Giggs? Which he bristled at terribly. He didn't like that question at all. And you could see that he was upset by it because he doesn't obviously like anyone talking about what goes on within the club. But he seemed to be trying to make a point to Ryan Giggs when Ashley Young scored that goal last night. I think that Ryan probably was asking for a certain... Uh, a substitution, maybe Falcao on, and obviously he changed it by putting Carrick on and uh, Yanazai, didn't he? And he, and he and that, and by doing that, he put uh, Yashi Young was moved further up the pitch. He scored, and he put his pen in Ryan Giggs's face, and Ryan Giggs wasn't happy at all. So we don't know what goes on inside the club, but you're absolutely right. I can't imagine him saying to Di Maria after that game. I've taken you off, but you're still my main man. You'll play next week. I just don't know if he does that. And Dean Maria probably woke up this morning and thought, what the hell is going on? Okay. I don't even know my own position. Robert, come, come back in here, because it, th- th- there is one point I'd like to make to you. Is mm. w- w- why, unless you've scored a hat-trick and, and you're just going to go and sit down and watch the game because you've earned the match ball and all that, you yeah. shouldn't be happy at being substituted. No. No. No, at all. I'll actually, but I also think you know, we say that, yeah, how d- despondent uh, Di Maria's looking. Remember what we said about him at the beginning of the season? He That's was just because he's ugly. On his face. <laughs> he was just, yeah, he was, he was actually beaming. I, just, I loved his whole swagger and everything. He, he looked like he was glad to be at Old Trafford. He was excited to be in this new team and was just full of tricks and confidence. And just and so that, that's the sort of personality he is. When he's playing well, he gen- he's one of those players who really generally looks openly cheerful. Mm. And yeah, yeah, so it's it, the, that's why for me it was made the difference so so marked. But it's a bit, it's a big. I mean, Van Hall is also very well. Ferguson was traditionally quite conservative with his substitution. Never used to do anything until around sixty minutes, if you remember. Van Hall is more for sort of yanking him off after half an hour, half time, whatever, isn't he? He's a lot more sort of brutal Practical, in that regard. Brutal, yeah, yeah. Pra- pragmatic. But we don't know what he's doing behind. I think see, Van Hall is also got quite a sense of humour on him he's quite sort of madcap I think behind the scenes my guess is actually he's got he's, he's quite he's, I think he has, does have mad, mad management skills but so you don't see that in public he's very much the authoritarian headmaster is what he wants to come across as uh, so it, it's hard to judge what's going on in Carrington we will find out as time goes on more and more will come out you know about how, how, how these things work particularly if United are struggling more more stories will come out but my hunch is I, I 
I, I do think he probably does have man management skills, though, Van Gaal. You haven't got this far managing all these top-draw players without knowing how to handle them. I think you may be right, because if you look at someone like Ashley Young, who looked like his career was over at Manchester yeah. United, and he seems to have just turned around, and he seems to be really heavily in Van Gaal's... Because uh, you know, he looks like he tries. Yeah. He looks like he's bought into his philosophy. And who would have thunk it? Like, Fellaini... In for Falcao. This is a player that people were jeering and deriding last season. Yeah. And this man is, is now in this team. Welcome to yeah. our world, man. Yeah. So our free iPhone app has been updated and it looks fantastic, by the way. It's absolutely free. Go and get it at theunitedredcast.com or at the iTunes app store and leave us a nice review. Go on, why don't you do that? You can also, uh, I am like Father Christmas today, you can also sign up and play the uh, football pools and get... Four games free. Go and find out all the details at bit.ly slash United Pools. Uh, so we've done our business uh, up there in Geordie land, Sunderland put to the sword quite easily. Uh, saw the first goal in open play for Wayne Rooney for quite some time. Nine goals without a goal uh, because he was played out of position, Dave. Mm. But nice to see the boy playing with a smile on his face. Yeah, and it's, it must have been so difficult for him. Um, he's, he's doing the job for the team. This is a player that taking one for w- wanted team. to leave actually when Ferguson was playing him out of position. But you know he's got the captain's arm bad and, and three hundred thousand yeah, pounds a week, and he's doing yeah. he's doing what's necessary. Um, <laughs> you're such a cynic, and um, yeah, so good for him. Um, I mean, he was industrious in both games, scored a goal, missed a few chances against uh, Newcastle, but it's good to see him in the position that he should be playing in. I think he should be playing there for the rest of the season. I think it's actually a good thing actually that Van P- Van Persie's injured. I think it's good for the team actually. Yeah, it, it's interesting that that Dave unsolicited is saying quite similar things to, to, to where we arrived last week, Bobby. Yeah, and I, I heard that the week after the game against um, Sunderland, Rooney's performance with the two goals, on the, the BBC Five Live, the debate, half the callers were callers, not Manchester United fans, but callers still saying Rooney must be dropped by England. I'm only saying that, just saying that the, the, the standards by which people judge Rooney by are completely warped and different just about any other player because he's been the top English player yeah. for so long. And whenever the dip in form, it gets hugely exaggerated. Absolutely. And we've had this debate, obviously, mm. on the Redcast many times, people, people suggesting it's time Rooney's the problem, get him out of the team. My, my argument has always been, even when Rooney's been off form, he's rarely been the problem for Manchester United as a player. We could normally have done with two or three more Wayne Rooney's in the team. I'm not saying he's perfect, I'm not saying he's reached the potential, the giddy heights that a lot of people once predicted, but he has been a fantastic servant for us and continues used to be and so I'm, I'm glad to see him sort of being up front and getting some goals at the weekend but I just right to the end of his career the way he's treated the way he's talked about by fans and pundits alike I always think it's just it's too heightened too exaggerated if you're special you get special money absolutely you also that's, come under a different kind of scrutiny it comes that's right, isn't it? it comes with the territory now look it let's does. talk about let's talk about the territory you know talking about manchester united players or in this case former manchester united players where's brown look like john O'Shea, does he <laughs> you know the, the thing that's most disappointing about that right is that We've all made mistakes. I'm constantly making them. And at some point, you're defined as a man, as a human being, by going, you know, I messed up. But for that referee to come and say, no, I didn't make a mistake. I meant to send Wes Brown off. Made a mockery of himself, 
of the game, of the association, of the... It was just total bollocks. Especially when John O'Shea is saying to him, it wasn't him, it was me. I mean, yeah. no, but, no, 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 but fine, in the game, I understand it, because you can say whatever you want in the game, yeah. Dave. But Rob, you understand what I mean? In the game, everybody swears to yeah. God yeah, they that this is it. what it happened, me. it came off, it wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't a hammer, I get that. But when you've had, a, in the cold, hard light of day, you've had yeah. time to assess, yeah. and you still say, I didn't make a mistake, yeah. I meant to, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, hold on, you're winding me up. Yeah. The referees yeah, well, are really having a problem, haven't they, this season? They're terrible in the Premier League. Well, I don't, I mean, can you imagine, if, if that, though, if, that, if, if you can get sent off for what Wes Brown didn't do then, I think most players are in danger. You could be, I mean, if that, if that if, you know what I mean? If you're going by those sorts of standards, no one's safe from being sent off because Wes Brown he didn't do anything. Could you, could you find, I mean, let, let's do this now, right? Because there are not many United players anymore. Could you find... Any way in your head, stretching it, looking left, looking right, holding the tablet up on the top of the ceiling, looking from the left angle, the right angle, any way that you could have interpreted what that referee said with the benefit of hindsight as something that was done b- b- by Wes. Because Wes. Could, could, no. I couldn't. No, there's, no, there's absolutely I, I no I, way. <laughs> a They'd... bottle of Jack Daniels in me, I might have just have made that decision, but that's about it, really. You make all bad decisions then, That's man. pretty much true. That's so why I'm in Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. I, I, I didn't get it. No. And, and, and just put your hand up and go, I messed up. But yeah. to say, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I meant to do. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely drives you crazy. Now, look, we've uh, looked back and back, haven't we? We've got Newcastle. We've looked back at, at what happened with Sunderland, who are, by the way, in trouble. Uh, certainly, uh, if you look at whoever you are, wherever you are listening at one of their players, he's in an awful lot of trouble right now. And on another podcast, in another day, we'll talk about how difficult it is at the temptations faced by these young footballers in nightclubs and the like. Uh, but maybe we won't do that for now. Let's look forward, shall we? Because we do have the Indian sign over them. I do remember when Adi Bayor scored. Uh, but I think, you know, we feel of all the top teams, Arsenal are the ones that we seem to have the best chance against. How hopeful are you in the Cup on Monday, Bobby, that we can get a positive result? Yeah, I, do, I don't... Yeah, I, as frustrating as Manchester United have been recently, I, I do feel pretty confident that we can turn Arsenal over at Old Trafford on Monday. I, I, I do have a good feeling. I mean, it's, a, it's obviously big for Arsenal. It's Arsenal's chance at a, a trophy, realistically, as well. Like us, but I, do, I think we, we, just, we seem to work them out on a fairly regular basis, don't we? And I, I do, I, I, I fancy us to take that on Monday. We've got, to, it's obviously a great history of some great FA Cup clashes with Arsenal over the years, which have gone either way. But I think um, I, I'd, be, I'd be betting on us. Do you play a different kind of team, Dave, against Arsenal? Do you, do you play your full strength team? Does he know what he's? He, he doesn't know. He is? doesn't know what his full, his favourite players are, his favourite formation, his his strongest team, and that's why we're in the situation we are. I think he'll play probably something similar to what he played yesterday. Um, yeah, it's going to be a very tough game. This, I think, possibly we Carrick are we are. Start, do you think? Yeah, Carrot will come start. in. I think Carrot will come yeah. in. I think yeah. that um, we're very fortunate that it's at home. If it was away, I'd be 
concern that we could lose this. Um, it's going to be a tough game, tough to call. Um, but I do believe if we win this game, we can go to the final. And I think I really do believe Liverpool will go to the final too. It'd be great. Slippy what, G's what, last what, game oh. of the, uh, for Liverpool. You can oh. see it. You can see it in the Royal Rovers yeah. headlines. It's kind of written, isn't it? It's written in there that Liverpool are going to get there, and I think we won't have a better chance to get to a cup final we deserve to be at because we haven't been there for so long but it's a tough tough game but you have to beat the, the top teams but yeah they do have a kind of soft centre Arsenal yeah. what they will do they will come at us um, I, I think we play, probably will play better against a, you know, a bigger team then we're playing against they're, they're, they're like um, they, they play without a heart, don't they? they you, you, you don't see mm. Arsenal teams coming back from adversity. If it goes their way, they pass the ball in. Oh, yeah. What we used to call flat pitch bullies, aren't they? they, yeah. they you know, but once they come up against some steel, I mean, the, the exception to that, of course, was Man City, mm. which, yeah. where, where they put in a magnificent performance. Uh, but are there people who need De Gea, Bruni, and both of you have said Carrick? Are there other people who need to play against Arsenal? We need, to, we need our full-strength side. I mean, the likes of Blint, I think, would be very important as the in, industrious uh, midfielder there. I mean, he's going to... I mean, we, back four, we've only got limited options, who we go. So we, we, we've, got to, we've got to pick who's available, essentially, there. But I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see Blint playing. I'd like to see Herrera playing. Rooney is now an out striker. Debate, to be said, I think Ashley Young will start. Debate will be over our Argentinian friend. Does he get a starting place? Or to, for argument's sake, would you throw caution to win? Would you even dare I say it, play Yanazai? Yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting game, one. You know, I, I think the ha- I think he has to stick with Di Maria because I think it, he will stick he, with Di Maria. I think you're right. If you start yeah. leaving him on the bench, it's going to cause more of an issue and yes. it could, down the line. So I think yeah. he will. It's in, it'll be whether he puts Fellaini in the team to because yeah, he's putting him in for his physicality and things like that, which Arsenal don't have. So yeah. it wouldn't be a surprise if it's a basically a similar team with maybe Carrick in there. Um, yeah. and you could see they've, Herrera being taken out or something they've conceded something like that. a lot of um, set goals to set pieces yeah. of Arsenal haven't yeah. they mm. so, so that, that, that I think right a little bit of physicality yeah. a little bit of muscle well, Blind is crucial for that as well he really puts himself about you know to, I think he's underrated I think as a sort of physical force but you're right with Fellaini he, yeah. could, he, could, he could knock him about a bit which could be which could be handy. I just think we'd favour Arsenal having a soft centre, which they undoubtedly do. I do, as a United fan, looking back the last 15 years, I think probably the most epic contests I've seen on the domestic stage were those great clashes of a decade ago between United and Arsenal, yep. which combined yeah. two immense, people. Skill, yeah. immense skill with immense physicality, wasn't there? Yeah, but, but, but led by two, two, two monstrous colossuses, you know, the, 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 yeah, you yeah, know yeah. M- M- Mr. Keane. Uh, against the, the the warrior who was literally, a, you know, I don't know, six, seven inches was Vieira yeah. taller than him, but he stood to him. Uh, and we, they had some tunnel battles, the pizza battles. They've had yeah. uh, some real yeah. I great think ones. I think that Roy Keane misses that so much. He's in court soon because of road rage against a taxi driver <laughs> because he just can't he can't do these things with, with, with Vieira anymore. Fantastic guy to have on your side. You'd need right? him, you'd need but, him. But you, re- you really... I wouldn't go out for a drink with him no. because I'd be scared of the sort of trouble yeah. that he'd get. You could see that got, he was just ready mate, to go. Yeah, we've all got mates like that. Yeah. Really nice guys, but when you go out... As, as a baby a sham, he yeah. starts twitching. <laughs> you're like, no. Or a pink lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, call it, Dave. <sighs> it's going to be a tough. Um, 2-1, Man U. Tough, though. Tough. Call it call, call it for me, Robert. I am going to say 2-0. We'll, we'll finish them off later on in the game with a, a late goal to make it 2-0. Yeah. will be my wild guess. Yeah. What one, about you? One nil. One nil. 
one nil Manchester United. Can I go do my normal sort of yeah, back yeah. in the back in history go, 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 of yeah. United because I like these little yeah, segments. Yeah. We do too. In this week in 1991, a hero of Manchester United made his debut and played for the team forever. Who was that player? Who is he? 1991. And went on to become a legend. Right, hold on a minute. Team of 92, so we know then. So it's got to be uh, just before... Are you going to say Paul Scholes? No, no, no. No, no. Paul, ain't Scholes, Scholes is the school of 92, isn't he? Yeah, but did he make his debut? Someone who's made their debut in 91. Yeah, 91. Went on to become a legend at the club. Didn't do too badly. Oh. Ryan, Ryan Giggs. Oh. Was it 91? 1991. You, you were right. So it's the same I school. I thought that yeah, was yeah. early. I thought Giggs was earlier. Yeah, That's no. what threw me. No, 1991. Oh. Another one. 20 years ago this week, Manchester United beat Ipswich 9-0. Who scored five goals? What, what year Cole, was it? Cole, Andy, Andy, 20 Cole. Years ago. Andy, Andy Cole. Andy Cole. Andy Cole. Andy Cole when he who, gets who, the goal. Who was a better player now than I thought he was then? I, I've got to be honest. Yeah, I've seen yeah, some yeah. of the goals he scored. I've actually, seen some of his belligerence, some of his ignorance, his stubbornness. I mean, of course, him and mm. Sheridan had an interesting relationship. But actually, yeah. I, th- I think even an Andrew, as he likes yeah, to be called Cole. now. He used to miss a shed loads of chances, though. But, but at least he, he got them. You've got to be in a position to do it. And I think that he says he should have stayed at United yeah. for a little longer. Yeah. Finally, for me, this is my favourite one. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo has a waxwork model of himself in a museum in Madrid. He sends his own stylist there once a month to brush and maintain its hair. Well done. And pluck it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to love him. Can Cristiano, I, can I, I just you. tell you, I've been reading about Cristiano Ronaldo and contrary to the image, he's a much nicer human being than is Lionel Messi. Yeah. Have a read. Just have a read at what he does, who he sees, who he sponsors, and it's just. Um, I, I don't know who his PR is, but they're not doing a great job because the man on the pitch comes across as a kind of temperamental prima donna, mm. plucking his eyebrows. But he truly does some beautiful things. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, Ferguson and other players have said he's he's just an amazing man to have around the dressing room. Just really humble. Yeah, and just loves the game. But it's not what you see. Well, he crosses the line and he's a different character, isn't he? He's a peacock. What a player. Well, maybe we'll come back for a little while, eh, Bobby? We can, we can, but we can, but dream. Uh, listen, Bobby, it's always fantastic talking to you, mate. You've got to set me up. We're going to get some tickets come up there and uh, uh, set the place a, a light. Quite, Absolutely. quite, quite. Vest, vest song, yeah, vest song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean you Newcastle or Sulphur Keys? <laughs> no, you, no, you can go to the new hotel. You can I, go I, to. F- I'm fleeing back Sulphur. Oh, right. we, we should all go to the football hotel, the yeah. new one. Don't we? You reckon we're going over? Oh yeah, yeah I've been we're running gonna, past that. Looks we, good. We, we can have an Indian at, in Russia. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Go down to Moss Side. Apparently, you can get some interest with things in Moss Side. What could go wrong if we went out in Moss Side, Eddie? What could possibly go wrong? Not when you're with me, mate. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. I remember remember you said that with it being chased down the street at 2 a.m. I know. (laughs) I I, I did warm up for a comedy show once and I I, I didn't get asked back because I don't think health and safety liked it. I said, in the event of a fire, Follow me, because I'm not going to be around. And apparently, that's not what you're supposed to do. And that's that's a bit that's a bit how it would be like if we went to Moss Side. Listen, Dave, yeah. uh, the accountant, brilliant as usual. Thanks very much. It's great uh, to be mate. back. We'll be, oh, it's yeah. nice to be the back. Holy Trinity we're, we're, back. Yes, there you go. Who's who? I don't know. Was who, it who, Curly who, Mo? And who's the other one? No, 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 no. There were three. When <laughs> the Holy Trinity was Rooney, uh, Ronaldo, and Tevez. Yeah, that's who, right. who do you want to be? Hey, Daddy, who do you want to be, Robert? Out of those three. 
Yeah, in the Holy yeah. Trinity, who do you want to be? Well, the original Holy no, Trinity. No, the one he just... Any, I'll tell you what, before oh, we won't go on, before oh, he goes, Jesus talking God. about Tevez, because he's an ugly player, right? Did Thank you, you for everyone at, at United Redcast for, for your followers on Twitter. We're up to nearly 4,500 followers now. Yeah. I appreciate that, and I do look at your tweets and follow them. But let me know, because we're talking about and the, uh, I mean, Di Maria being the ugliest player at United. Uh, um, a, uh, a Real Madrid director said, we're glad he went because he was too ugly. Why don't you, on the Twitter, let me know who you think your ugliest players you think I, I are think, around. Think, Luke Chadwick, the, maybe? Tevez? The great Nobby Styles would be in there, I think. There's possibly one, yeah. not one of the so best. At United Redcast, your ugliest players, please. Ian Dowie, maybe uh, a few more. There's loads. Oh, so let me, let, me, let me get them and I'll respond to can, all of you. Can I just say, I had this, one of these moments on my radio show this week where, where I spoke uh, to the late Sir Bobby Moore's wife, right. Stephanie, and there was a kid, and he'd just done Manchester, and that's why I'm going to talk about it. His grand died of bowel cancer. Right. And he has ridden or run from each, to, to, to each or from each ground in the premiership. And he has raised over £200,000 for bowel cancer. And she came Amazing. and I talked to him and the boy started... It's like, you know, we all started to well up. So I, I just think, you know, we talk about how, how tough things are and horrible things, but it's nice when a, a 14-year-old does something. £200,000, which is less than a week's wages for Wayne Rooney. Uh, yeah, I had to see that. Hey, listen, we'll be back here next week. Look after yourself wherever you are, whatever you're doing. It's left for me to say, come on, you Reds. You know, dude. Sports Social Podcast Network.